Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, what up? Neil First here, neilfirst.com, welcoming you to the Be Higher Beings podcast, episode number two, part two of Overcoming Your Addictions. Um, the first episode, I, I tell you guys a little bit about myself. I'm the author of uh, Recovered the Cure for Alcoholism. Uh, it's my book on Amazon. It's available now. Um, what I'm doing is I'm, you know, the, in the first episode, I kind of explain where, where our addictions come from and I go through, I have, I have nine strides in my book that, uh, that will help you overcome your addictions. I've gone through, I went through the first five. Um, I'll run through those real quick again for you. Um, and then we'll, we'll get on to the last four, um, cause they're, they're all equally important, um, the I want to keep this the the last episode is about an hour. If it's if I'm gonna fly solo because I'm flying solo again today, um, I want to keep it at about an hour. Uh, just you know, I, I got to hold my attention too. So um, let's just dive right into this real quick. Uh, if if you want to check out episode one, obviously you know wherever you're listening now, you found it. Um, you could find it there too. Um, but I am on uh, Anchor FM, obviously. Um, I'm on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, pretty soon we'll be on uh, on Apple Podcasts, and you know whoever whoever else. I'm going to see. You know, we're, I'm trying to get uh, get everything going here. Maybe TuneIn, um, Podbean, Overcast, Castbox. So we're uh, working on getting getting it everywhere. So. Um, I do appreciate you guys listening in. Um, so let's uh, let's get started here. So here, number one, <clears throat> the first thing you want to do is take take the media out of your life. Take, you know, you're either being fed the media or you're feeding yourself. You know, your your media diet. So you want to take get get all of that that negativity. You know, there's there's so much politics. Everybody Trump this and Democrat and blah blah blah. You know. There's 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 so much garbage that that has nothing to do with your life, but it aggravates you. So you think it you think it has something to do with your life, okay? Um, believe me, when whenever we look at something, it's it's a we're looking at it because it's familiar, and if it's familiar, it's making us feel the same way that we've always felt. And if we feel the same way we've always felt, we're going to go back and do the same things that we've always done. So ditch the negativity. Get yourself a low media diet. Um, feed yourself what benefits you. Don't feed yourself the, the garbage, the bullshit, the, the stuff that, the stuff that makes you mad. Stop, just stop, stop for a week, stop for three days. See how you feel. Stop for one day. See how you feel. Okay. Take baby steps. Do, you know, do whatever. Um, but again, don't try not to. Try not to keep doing the same things that uh, that you're gonna that that you've always been doing. Okay, um, number two, here, have fun. Learn that. Uh, learn to chill with a little love and gratitude. Okay, you're safe. You're safe no matter what. Um, you know, a lot of us, <clears throat> a lot of people, especially when uh, when you're overcoming an addiction, you get that you get that real real uneasy feeling, and you know you, you're looking for something external. Uh, something to to make you happy. Um, it could be gambling. It could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be um, 
you know, feeding yourself with, with uh, negative bullshit on, uh, on Facebook or, or Twitter or whatever, whatever the news is. Um, so just learn to just have fun. Learn to, learn to relax a little bit. Not everything's so serious, okay? You know, we, 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 take, we take everything so seriously. Like, okay, I'm going to quit and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Here, just relax. It's not, that, it's not that bad. We're beating the shit out of ourselves for no reason, okay? And when you beat the shit out of yourself... You're not getting anywhere, okay? You're trying to you're you're, <clears throat> you're trying to change the expression of the the genes that that harbor addiction, the 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 shit that makes you unhealthy. You're trying to exp- change the expression. If you keep doing what you're doing, not having fun, not uh, <clears throat> it, listening to everybody else and, and following everybody else's advice, you're not living your own life. So. Have fun with yourself. Learn, learn to love yourself, okay? Number three, meditate like it's going out of style. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Sit there. Feel the emotions. Feel what you got coming. Feel what you've been storing, okay? Physical pain is always going to relate, uh, relate to emotional pain, okay? Unless you're in a car accident, obviously, or something like that. Um, but if you had those nagging injuries, your, your emotional pain is going to store with where the physical pain is. So... I encourage you, and there, there's, there's scientific evidence that, that shows this, but feel it. Just let it, let it come because it's not, it's not going to hurt you. It's just something that comes up. Here, it, when, whenever you know, you'll be driving along, okay, and, and you're not paying attention, and all of a sudden uh, your subconscious will be like, oh, well, her, he's not paying attention, so let me see if he remembers this from when he's five years old or her, whatever. And all of a sudden, you, you, have this, you have this memory from when you're five years old, and then you, you, you brush it down, or you, you push it down, and you don't want to think about it. Those are the things that we have to start feeling if you really, really want to overcome your addictions. And meditating is the best way to get that, um, get that going. Another way to start signaling new genes, number four, new, uh, your nutritional swing. Whatever you're doing, do something different. Start eating clean. Go vegan. Go carnivore. Go, you know, go, try not to get yourself in an identity diet, okay? Because a lot of people do that. I see a lot of people, um, they just want to identify with a tribe. Here, see what you like first. See what's, see what's going on in, in, in your life. See what, see what fits in your life. Here, if being a raw vegan doesn't, doesn't help you, if, if going into, into uh, ketosis doesn't help you, then, then don't do it. My suggestion would be to, to start eating clean. Start showing your body that, that you are changing. Um, you know, a lot of us, a lot of people eat, we, well, we eat like shit. Um, there's, there's no denying it. I mean, um, and, you know, the, the, the health information's out there. So just find what's best for you. So um, number, number five, exercise, yoga, and breathing exercises. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do is I do a lot of body weight um, and I do, you know, I, I love doing yoga. And one of the, the breathing exercises that, you know, I, I almost wish I found it. Uh, well, I actually do wish I found it like a year ago or 10 years ago or whatever. But uh, if you guys have ever heard of Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F, uh, I mentioned him in the, in the first one. Find this guy on YouTube. This guy is amazing. And, and it's, a, it's a super simple um, it's a super simple breathing exercise that makes your body alkaline It oxygenates your cells and it takes away the anxiety that's going to cause you to drink. Okay. Um, 
let me get into number six here real quick. The, the kindergarten mentality. That is, that is so important when, when you're looking to change something, change anything in your life, okay? Don't just think of addiction as, as a drug or, or alcohol or something like that. You know, think of it as food. Think of it as um, your, your social media habits. Think of it as your gambling. Think of it as your tindering. Think of it as everything. Everything you repeatedly do to look for some type of love is contributing to, to an addiction. Um, so when you're talking, when I'm talking about using the, uh, the kindergarten mentality, what happens is we get in this, this state where, where we, we just keep going and searching for things that, that we already know, things that, um, you know, we want to call bullshit on everything. Um, we don't, we, we have, we have a, an affinity for, for the things that are familiar and once we once we pass a certain age, <clears throat> we stop choosing to learn. Okay, so what uh, what I came up with for myself that uh, that that has been very very successful for me is the kindergarten mentality, and what that would be, <clears throat> excuse me, that would be looking at new information. With the eyes of you know that first day that you walked into into kindergarten, where you don't have any negative judgments about new information um, after a few minutes, and then and then you know go into uh, then then all of a sudden you turn that off and go into familiar territory, um, where you look at something and you just just listen, just listen for a second because there's there's information out there that we think doesn't apply to us all the time because we haven't listened to it all the way through. Um, I, I, I guarantee you the, the benefit of resisting the urge of turning something that you, that you don't know off, even if, you, even if you watch it all the way through or read it all the way through just to find out that you don't align with it, at least you're better informed. And you're not arguing a point with uh, with your subconscious that that you know nothing about. You're like, well, I don't like that because uh, this and this and this and that. And, and you don't you have no idea why you don't like it because you didn't give it a chance. Okay, um, this is what I had to do with this is what I had to do with meditation. This is what I had to do with yoga. Um, when I learned about epigenetics, I had to do this about epigenetics. It it, it gets stuck. In, in something that, because we always want to be right. And I know I, I had a big, big problem with this. Um, I, and, and a lot of people do, is that we want to we wanna be right and then we want to convince everybody else that we're right. And I think, you know, the benefit of using that, the, the kindergarten mentality <clears throat> is when you get out of your comfort zone and something magical happens. It's called neuroplasticity. Where, which is, it's the brain's ability to change itself throughout your lifetime. It doesn't matter how old you are. You know, we were fed, um, and, and it's, it, we were fed the information that, that we, don't, we don't advance past a certain age, um, that our brains just kind of, they stay dormant, 
you know, past the 21 or 25 or, you know, whatever the age is, 30, 35, it doesn't matter. But now we know through neuroscience that that is completely wrong. To change a habit, to break a habit, um, they're really the only thing you have to do to create neuroplasticity, which is rewire. You, you, you unwire the, the hardwired habits that, that are in your brain already and you rewire the, the new habits that you want to bring in by doing the exact opposite of, of what your old self would do. And, you know, a, a, having that open-mindedness with, that, with the kindergarten mentality is really going to, it's going to launch you into, uh, it's going to launch you into success um, very, very quickly. Okay, it's, it, it's <clears throat> you're, not, you're not fighting Okay, you're not fighting information. Just be, you know, chill, relax, be open to some stuff. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to do whatever. It's, but just be open to things. And I guarantee you, um, getting rid of whatever addiction. Here, if, if it's being a, if, it's, if your addiction is, is blowing up relationships, okay, using the kindergarten mentality is going to help you with that. Okay. Um, and here, if you've noticed anything about any of, uh, of these strides, is that <clears throat> every stride you're going to take has you in the environment that you create at center stage. And how do we do that? Well, we do that stride number seven. It's being mindful. Um, and it requires nothing more than your attention, but sometimes it's easier said than done. Okay, But once you do it, it can be just as easy as done as said. Um, when we can't live without uh, without our our crap, without our without our stuff, <clears throat> we don't know ourselves. Okay, and I, and I when when somebody says you know when somebody says, dude, you really don't love yourself. You know, I would get defensive a lot, and that defense. The, or that defensiveness is proof that um, would you know if if somebody says that yeah here listen you're not loving yourself if you're defensive then that's the that's the that's the proof right there that uh, that you're not loving yourself you know we think that loving ourselves is you know buying new cars and new houses and watching the Kardashians and caring about politics and abortion and racism and this and that and where all of that stuff is important okay but how important do you need to make it in your life how much aggravation are you going to put yourself through in order to align with with i don't know republicans or democrats or uh, if you're going to align with you know, any of, any of our beliefs, how much stuff are you going to put yourself through? Um, this is, this is where, where, where being mindful comes in, okay? Because when we're, when we're looking at the external, it's about being self-conscious, okay? We're worried about what other people think of us, okay? We're being mindful is about being self-aware. And, and you're not looking, if you're self-aware, you're not looking for outward approval for happiness or, or, you know, or, or permission to do anything. 
You know, because if you do that, you're only setting setting yourself up for for disappointment. Because when those things don't don't deliver, then you're going to look for another addictive substance or another addictive action or another self sabotaging action. Okay, so being mindful is all about knowing where your emotions are coming from. So if you're feeling that, if you're feeling an emotion, if you let's just say you feel scared. You might feel it in your lower back. You might feel it in your neck. You might feel it in your belly. Um, you might feel tightness in your chest. It could be anywhere. It could be related to a knee pain or an ankle pain. Or it, it doesn't matter. But being mindful is knowing about this, and you can resolve them by letting them letting them tell you what you've been suppressing for how many years, however many years you've been suppressing it. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of being mindful, um, it's, it's about how you treat others. Um, you know, if you're berating your people, berating the, the people that, uh, that, that are around you, the people that, that, you know, that, uh, coworkers, family members, friends and stuff like that. If you're always pissed off all the time, you're, well, you're obviously not being mindful, but what you're doing is, is you're creating <clears throat> chemicals that that make you angry okay on a biological level you're making these chemicals that that keep you in an in an angry state or a fearful state or a worry state and you know you're going to make chemicals like cortisol and adrenaline and you know and it's going to take focus off of your autonomic nervous system it's going to make you unhealthy so by By just letting stuff go, by just being mindful of of yourself, your environment, your situation, the people around you, you're going to start making better chemicals and you're going to start being healthier. Um, You're going to start looking at the world a little bit differently. Not everything's going to be such a a fight. Not everything needs to be such, uh, so aggravating. Um, It doesn't, here, life, life isn't that big of a struggle every obstacle that we put in that that we put up is is put up by us every obstacle that 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 is that is out there is constructed in your mind um it's constructed in all of our minds our perception of the world is our biggest obstacle so if you see the world is as unlimited and and free that's how you're going to live your life but if you see the world is as this is an obstacle, that's an obstacle. We can't do this because of. Um, I am like this because of. That is going to be your life. And being mindful will, will help you escape that, that trap. Um, you know, and it's a lot easier to be mindful when, when you don't have so much you know, negativity with, with, with your media diet. When you're feeding yourself garbage and you're feeding yourself bullshit. <clears throat> you, don't, you don't have it. Um, as much and it again you're you're really making yourself a lot happier okay Um. all right let's get into uh stride eight here um stride eight would be the higher consciousness okay um now when i started everything when i started this i was i was an atheist um quite frankly when i was a kid god scared the hell out of me grew up in a uh, in a catholic neighborhood um and it just it was something that that just really didn't align with with anything that I felt about about myself. Um, you know, it, it it was 
<clears throat> what I when I learned about God as a kid, um, he seemed like an insecure man that was self-absorbed, vindictive, and spiteful. Okay, um, you know, far too worried about right and wrong, love and hate, pleasure and pain, and readily. It seemed like he, you know, God was ready to send me to hell for for exploring uh, my feelings or eating meat on Friday or masturbating or something. Whatever it was, it, it scared the hell out of me, and, and it made me become an atheist. And I, and I, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not alone in that either. So, but as I learned about quantum physics, and this is this is kind of what what kind of got me to uh, to understand that that there is something greater than us. Okay. Um, is when I started learning about epigenetics, okay? Um, Bruce Lipton, the, who discovered epigenetics, even though the, the term wasn't coined until, uh, he discovered it in 1970, I believe, but the, the term wasn't coined until 1990, uh, epigenetics. But he says that the way, the way cells functions, function demonstrates the existence of God. Now, God can be the quantum field. God can be... Um, the divine source, Gaia, uh, universal mind, innate intelligence, higher power, higher consciousness, universe, it could be anything, okay? Um, but quantum physics says that, you know, basically we're, we're made up of energy, vibrations, and light, um, and that, that there is something outside of us controlling, um, controlling the, the way we function, Think about it this way, okay? This this is what really, really got me, is we are made up, the human form is made up of roughly 50 to 100 trillion cells, okay? In each of those 50 trillion cells, there is 100,000 chemical reactions happening every second, okay? You're not exactly controlling that you're not telling your heart to beat you're not telling those chemical reactions to to happen as, as a matter of fact in one second what do we think we actually think of you know how, how much can we actually how much do you think you can accomplish in one second of life okay well your body is functioning way above what uh what you're watching on tv way above what fucking donald trump says about his wall Way above racism, way above, uh, you know, everybody's beliefs and opinions, religion, your, yourself, your, your body, your, your consciousness is functioning at such a higher, such a much higher level than we operate at. Um, and this is, this is new to me, uh, within the last couple of years. So, I mean, and I get it. If if we if we if we're stuck on an old belief, um, then then I get it. But I, I encourage you to you know trust something. If if you don't believe in 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 you know science, you know quantum physics. If you don't believe in in uh, you know the the religion model of of a vengeful God, I get it one hundred percent. But you know if if you're meditating and and you're you're wanting to break out of a repetitive pattern, something you feel is haunting you and you feel like you can't do it. Talk to the thing that controls 100,000 chemical reactions every second in 50 trillion cells. Talk to that. Feel good about that, 
okay? Um, most of us can't even do that math. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of zeros. <clears throat> so when you, uh, when you are trying to recover from, from anything, even a, a relationship, a breakup, if you're, if you're meditating and, and you're, you're feeling sad, you're feeling uh, melancholy, you're feeling lonely, you're fe- just remember, you're, there is something, you're not, you're not lonely, you're not, you're not anything. There is something surrounding you, surrounding you um, controlling 100,000 chemical reactions in 50 trillion cells every single second. So I guarantee you, you're not alone. What this is, okay, um, the quantum model is, this is, this is straight from, uh, from my book, okay? Um, it's, and it's, here, the, the way I put it might not, might not align with you, so if it doesn't sound 100% right, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm completely okay with that because you are you and I am me. So, I'm just going to explain it to you the way as I understand it, okay? Today, today's quantum model is, uh, the quantum model is referred to as many things like God, Gaia, the divine source, quantum field, universal mind, innate intelligence, higher power, higher consciousness, or dot, 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 the universe it is the consciousness of intent and energy and unconditional love it does not judge, threaten, bargain, punish you or any way because it would only be doing those things to itself if it did. Instead, it knows every thought, doubt, fear, desire that you have. It only gives love and understanding, waiting patiently and lovingly, only wanting you to be happy. So if it thinks, if this higher consciousness thinks that you want, if you're happy being unhappy, it loves you enough to give you more of the same. So if you think you're going to be miserable, you guys have heard about the law of attraction. Um, you know, the law of attraction is basically almost like gravity. Okay, you you get it. You get what you what you put out. You get in what you put out. You don't know. We don't know how gravity works. Okay, exactly. Okay, but something's keeping you on the ground. <clears throat> it knows. It knows everything. Okay, um, we're an extension of this self-organizing invisible field that extends in all dimensions of space, time, past, present, and future, okay? This is an understanding of something. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to follow it. Everything is your own. But what I'm saying is that if you're, if you're lost and, and you feel like, uh, like there is no hope or, or you are alone, you're not, okay? There's, there's something... There's something beating your heart. There's something making your liver function. There's something making your, you know, making your, your cells have, have all these chemical reactions. There's something keeping all of these cells together, okay? Um, there's something communicating with you. And which that will bring me to stride nine. That is, this has got to be one of the, the absolute most important things. And I would have... Um, I would have completely fought, you know, the, just the, the whole thought of this and it's writing stuff down, you know, just get a notebook, getting a notebook and writing stuff down. Um, it's probably the best way to handle, um, the, the negative patterns that, that you see or don't see, 
Um, if you, you know, if you're writing down what emotions you're going through, um, let's just say you do this on a daily basis and you keep repeating a same emotion like, oh, uh, you know, Jane is, is always doing this, you know, whatever, whatever the situation, if, if you keep getting aggravated by a certain situation, um, that's a repetitive behavior. That's something that you want to meditate on. That's something that you, that you want to, that you want to look through. But most of us, um, me for sure. Okay. I, I'm not, I can't speak for you, but most of us, we have a thought and then we just let it go like a fart in the wind. Okay. We don't, we see it as like, okay, well, I don't want to think that thought. And then we end up repeating, thinking that thought and then suppressing it again and then repeating it and then suppressing it and then repeating it and then suppressing it. Okay. This cycle goes on to, uh, well, to, it, this cycle wants to kill you. Okay. With anxiety. Um, because when you repeat something that doesn't work and you don't know you're doing it, it's, it's more madness than if you do know you're doing it. Because you don't know why you're self-sabotaging yourself. How can we fix this? Write this shit down. <laughs> Write this shit down. Um, it's, not, it's not hard. Um, you know, here, you'll, either to, you'll either learn to, to dismiss the emotion because you know it's not real and replace it with something positive. Or you could use it as a call to action and turn your fears into a positive challenge, okay? Um, you don't want to just write down your, your negative emotions. You want to write down your positive emotions as well, okay? Because these are the things we, we forget. Have you ever been in a panic attack and remembered one of, your, one of your positive emotions? No. No, you haven't. But if you have that stuff written down... And you can refer to it, say, okay, so here, this negative emotion, this seemingly negative emotion is something I keep repeating, okay? And these are the positive emotions that I want to replace it with, okay? Um, that's how we break our programs. You know, if we're programmed, you know, between those ages of zero and seven, and we keep sabotaging our own lives without even knowing it, you want to know where it's coming from, okay? And... You, it's something you can't get out of out of anybody's book, including my book. You can't get it out of uh, of a Tony Robbins book or a um, Joe Vitale book or Joe Dispenza book or you know it, you, those that's that stuff that you can't get out of those books. Okay, so write your own. Um, that's actually where my book came from. Um, I started writing stuff down because I was just. I was just sick of it. I was sick of I was sick of feeling a certain way, and you know, it's it, it. If if you're addicted to anything, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep repeating that. If if you're addicted to anything and you get that uneasy feeling, that's the thing that you keep suppressing. That is the thing that you have to sit with. And if it's written down, you know, you know a hundred percent fact that it's not bullshit. It's something that keeps recurring in your mind, in your consciousness for a reason, okay? To put it back where you found it so it can grow for the next time you suppress it is not the healthiest thing to do, okay? 
you're trying to you're trying to overcome your addictions you're trying to break negative patterns and writing it down is going to be your first uh your your probably your best line of defense um you know because you start to see how nonsensical some of these thoughts are these thoughts that that come up these are old old thoughts okay you start thinking about you know that time that you didn't get the the toy or or you know the time that, that you know, somebody made you feel bad you got bullied or something and then you and then you know your your subconscious brings up all the times that that stuff happened and and it and it, and it builds up to 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 really really feeling bad <clears throat> now if you have your defense of okay so I do feel like this for this reason, and this is what I want to replace it with. Guys, it's going to be a lot easier to, to start overcoming your addictions. Okay? This is, this, you're not writing it down so somebody, can, somebody else can read it. If you, you know, that's what I did. But if you, if you don't want anybody else to read it, then, then don't have anybody else read it. If you want to read it out loud to yourself, you want to talk to that, you know, talk to that thing that's controlling your 50,000 chemical reactions, or I'm sorry, your, your 100,000 chemical reactions and 50 trillion cells every second. Read it out loud to that, okay? Read it out loud to that innate intelligence um, because it already knows that stuff, but it's you admitting it to yourself, okay? We don't lie to other people. We only lie to ourselves. And I know this was true for me, as I as I continued to to write and as as I continued to to express all of these things in a way that I, that I had never expressed it before, like writing it down and then just kind of like saying it out loud to myself, um, I really began to realize that it didn't matter what came out of my mouth to the person I was talking to because if. If I was lying to them, I was, I was lying to me. I was trying to make myself feel better about a situation by trying to make somebody else feel better about a situation. And, you know, I didn't know this until I started, until I was reading this stuff back to myself. I said, man, I am feeding myself and the world a load of shit. And, you ha and I had to sit with that. And again, I mean... I wouldn't have I I wouldn't have come to that if if I hadn't written any any of this down. So I encourage you to uh, to write all of this down. Okay, um, write write down as much as you can. Go grab four or five notebooks. Write down positive, negative, how whatever whatever sets yourself up for a successful type of schedule. Do that. Okay. So that's the next thing I want to get into. I'm going to get into the first 48 hours, and that's going to be setting up your schedule. All right, guys, let's get into the, uh, the first 48 hours of uh, overcoming your addictions, okay? Um, this, is, this is real, real simple. You want, to, you want to set up your initial planning for, you know, for the next few weeks, okay, you want to try and stick to something, you know, at least for a couple weeks at a time. See what works for you, okay. If something doesn't work on day one, give it day two, give it day three, give it, you know, give it, give it seven days, give it fourteen days, okay. Um, a lot of times we wake up with no direction, 
And, you know, that's, it, it's, it's a problem. You know, you wake up, you, you don't know exactly what to do. You're like, okay, well, do I piss? Do I, do I brush my teeth? Do I take a shower? Do I go grab coffee? And we, we do the same mindless actions that keep us in the same place every day. Okay. If we're going to do, if, if we're going to do, uh, you know, uh, actions, you know, let's, let's have, try and have some, some intention behind them. Um, some, some good positive intention. Okay. Um, I'm just going to give you an example of what I, what I started doing. You don't have to do it this way, but do something that fits you. Okay. So I have, you know, 530, I'd wake up, drink some water, use the bathroom if, if necessary. As, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm done doing that, and I do this today, um, I meditate, uh, meditate, pray, however, however you want to do it. Okay. Um, I started off as doing about 15 minutes. Then I went to about a half hour, um, now I do it for at least an hour, more times than not, I'm, I'm doing it two hours, okay? <clears throat> and it's, man, it, I, it helps so much because when you wake up and the first thing you do is meditate, your brain isn't so filled with all the shit that it was when you went to sleep. So you, uh, you actually, you accomplish a lot more um, in meditation. You're able to sit still and you want to sit through, um, you know, you want to sit through and listen to your, what your body's telling you, what, what every little pain is, what, what every little uh, emotion is, is associated with that pain. You want to get familiar with them because if you're familiar with them, they, they can't hurt you, okay? Um, right after that, I would... Uh, <clears throat> I'd get into, I'd start doing some yoga. I, um, I will go to yoga classes, but a lot of times I just go on YouTube and just start doing what I got to do. Okay. It's, it's, you know, whether it's yoga, whether it's exercise, whether it's something, um, you know, it's, it's something. Okay. Yoga is, is going to, is going to piggyback off of, uh, off of meditation and, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to help you, it's going to help you release that, that anxiety and that tension. Okay. Along with that, I've, I've added now, um, that, that Wim Hof breathing. Um, like I said, find, find them on YouTube, um, Google them, whatever <laughs> I've added that. And when you start your day off like that, you are, I mean, you're, you're just, you're begging for success. Okay. Um, so get up with some type of intention, you know, my, my schedule, I meditate, then I, you know, then it's yoga, then it's, uh, then it's my breathing, you know, I'll, I'll mix those up sometimes, but regardless, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a foundation to, to start my day. And that's, that's what, that's what we're doing. Okay. I also have this thing, this little, uh, pledge of allegiance, pledge of allegiance. I say to myself, where you put your hand on your heart. Um, and you say, say some positive things of how, how you want to start your day, um, and create one where, where it's going to, you know, where, where you give yourself enough positivity and you're not going to, it, you're, you're going to let less of the outside world get in. Okay. Um, here's mine. I'm going to, I'm going to read it, but I put my hand on my heart because when you do that, it creates a, uh, your, your brain and heart create a coherence that um, when they start working together, you know, that's, that's another great foundation for your day. Um, 
But what I do in the morning is I put my hand on my heart. I look in the mirror. Um, you know, again, you don't have to do this, but it might make sense to you. And if it doesn't, fine, do something different. Okay. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to do all the, as much different as you did, as you would as your addicted self. Okay. You don't want to do your, your addicted self things. Okay. But here's my pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to myself, to God, the higher consciousness in the universe. I promise to respect myself and never give anyone or anything the power to take that away. I am confident, secure, and worthy. I am abundantly healthy, wealthy, caring, and compassionate as I take time to help someone every day. I take positive actions that yield positive results and work smart, not hard, to better myself daily. From this day on, I am accountable for my life and my actions, and I choose to live it and act it out in the most inspirational, genius, enlightened, passionate, loving, and appreciative way that I can. Okay, that's my, that's my pledge of allegiance. You start your day off, meditation, yoga, some breathing, that, hop in the shower, see how you feel, okay? See if you want, see if you want to go back to your, uh, see if you want to go back to, uh, to drinking, okay? Um, or, or see if, see if you want a, a Twinkie, or see if you want to go uh, MF your, your uh, ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. It, see if you want to go make fun of somebody. See if, you want to, see if you want to go be an asshole, okay? See if you want to start your day off being an asshole like that, okay? Because that's not going to happen. Um, typically, I, um, I won't... My eating schedule, okay, which is, which is all part of this too... Um, I do what's, what's called intermittent fasting, which, which means I will only, for the most part, I'll only eat six hours out of the day. I'll do from noon to six, okay? There's certain stressors that your body can be put through, which is, it's, it's very healthy. And, you know, leaving your body to fend for itself a little bit, if you're, if you're putting, during those six hours per day, you're putting good nutrition in your, in your, in your body, <clears throat> your body will start to use that and create its own uh, healthier, you know, vitamins and chemicals. I mean, here, your cells, the, in the last five seconds, you probably lost 10 million cells and, and regenerated 10 million more. Um, maybe it's not quite that number, but you're, you're constantly rebuilding. And if you're putting some healthy stuff in you for six hours a day and then your body has to work a little bit, you know, you're, you're going to start to burn fat. You're going to start to, your body's going to, going to, going to adapt to, to a healthier way of being. And you're going to signal new genes and it's going to create a healthier you. Okay. Um, so yeah, lunchtime, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to do. That's my, my first meal of the day. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to have something, I'm going to have, you know, nuts, fruits, berries or something like that. And three o'clock, three thirty something. Um, and about five thirty, six o'clock, I'm going to have my last, uh, my last meal. Um, sometimes I'll just eat once a day. So it, 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 it depends, but it's always within those six hours. Okay. You can do four hours. You can do eight hours. Find what's right for you. I'm telling you what's right for me. If it's right for you, that's great, but find what's right for you. Okay. Um, after work, you know, uh, find, you know, find, not find, instead. Instead of create, don't find, create, create time 
to spend with yourself, family, learning something new, writing, exercising, breathing, a new hobby, find activities you could be present in and actually enjoy them. Have fun doing them, okay? If you haven't been on Facebook all day, if you haven't been watching the news, if you haven't been listening to everybody's garbage, the people who deserve your presence are going to get it, okay? And that includes you. If you deserve your presence, you're going to get it. And you, you're not going to be so worried about all of, these, all of this stuff you watched, read, heard on the radio, whatever. You're not going to be so worried about that stuff, okay? Um, so take that, you know, take that time from work till, till the, that, that time for bed and, and, and use it constructively. You know, if it's an hour of family time or two, three, all three hours of family time, um, you know, do it like that. Um, if it's, you know, if it's a second exercise or if it's a, if it's a breathing class, you can, you, or you can do, you can do whatever you want instead of choosing to put garbage in your face and, 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 and your consciousness and, and your mind, choose to feed yourself something better, okay? And there's nothing better than love, okay? And you're going to get love from yourself and the people that are closest to you, okay? And as you start to, to realize how much you, you actually enjoy yourself, you're going to realize how much you really do enjoy being with all the people around you that, that you're with, okay? Um, after, you know, before bed, I, I'll meditate. Um, I'll, I'll do like another hour. If you want to meditate, pray. Um, you know, I'll, and, I, and I throw in a bunch of gratitude in there. Um, that is <clears throat> walking around feeling gratitude has been probably, um, probably the best thing I ever could have done for myself. It's... It, the the amount of of love that that I am able to to feel and 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 show and present to people um, has been you know has been astounding. Um, I've gotten I've gotten to points in my relationship with my son that I didn't know were possible because of you know the i i knew the the only relationship i knew was was with my dad um you know as far as father son you know and it my dad wasn't wasn't present a lot you know my dad was an alcoholic uh, my dad did drugs and stuff and and again here i love i love my dad he in my eyes right now he did he did do nothing wrong he didn't do anything wrong he just there was you know my and and all of our parents are the same. They, they were following a, a path. They, they have their own subconscious behaviors. They were programmed just like you were. Your grandparents were programmed just like you were. And this stuff goes down generations. So to sit there and blame my parents for, for anything would be ridiculous. Um, so that's, you know, that's why I go through, you know, I go through my day just, just kind of feeling gratitude. And when I can't, you know, when, when it's, when I, when, if the situation, there's a situation that arises where, where I don't feel like I can feel gratitude, I just try and make sure like I'm not so pissed off for so long that it becomes, it becomes my identity. Okay. So you want to set up your schedule. Um, you know, that's the first 48 hours. You want to get a schedule like that. Okay. 
and then start planning the start um, in, the, in these first two days. Start planning the the route you're taking for your nutrition. Okay, um, write down uh, your goals. Okay, not a, not only your goals, but write down your intentions too. Okay, when you write this stuff down on paper, you're affirming how you actually want to be, how actually you want to see yourself instead of, instead of your your subconscious having to guess and keep sabotaging you. Okay? If you you're going to end up rewriting your goals as you achieve them, and that's okay. Okay? You you have the notebook, fucking use it. Okay? Write down your goals and and know that they're on paper and then that way you can look at them. Keep yourself accountable. And it's not about beating yourself up. It's about, hey, you know what? I didn't do this today. Maybe I can do it now or maybe I can do it tomorrow. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, I did it yesterday. I did it doubly. However you have to keep yourself accountable, do it. Um, but writing them down, writing everything down is, uh, is, is really going really to help you, okay? Um, prepare your mind for the, uh, for the American, uh, I'm sorry, the American, for the kindergarten mentality, Okay? As an alcoholic, I would go through my day pissed off as a, at the world about nothing. But it was, it, and it was because I was an alcoholic. I'd make fun of people and I, I, just to make myself feel bad, better. But it, it was actually making me feel worse. You know, it, prepare for that, that kindergarten mentality. Because when we, if, when we see new things and, we still, and we're using those, those old beliefs to judge them, because okay, that's what a kindergarten mentality is. It's non-judgment. So prepare yourself. Get used to it. Watch some, watch some crazy shit on YouTube. Um, do Watch some stuff that you don't like just to, just to kind of try and be open to it. Even if you still don't like it afterwards. Okay, If, it's, if, if there's anything that you can get that's beneficial out of it. I'm not saying go watch the Teletubbies because they're cute. No, if there's something beneficial... Um, that, that you may or may not agree with, hear it out and take what you want. You don't have to take everybody's word for their word. Take what you want out of it. Take what makes sense in your life. This is your consciousness. This is your experience. This is your world. Okay. So prepare yourself for that kindergarten mentality. Okay. Um, another thing to do in the first two days Practice meditating, even if you're only sitting down for five minutes at a time. Get through those five minutes, okay? It's going to be a huge part of what you're going to do. And once you start getting used to it, you're going to love it, okay? Um, something that I, uh, that I don't have in my book uh, that, that I learned uh, from, uh, from Wim Hof was start taking cold showers too. Get in, the, get in your regular shower, um, but at the end, turn on the cold for a little bit. If you can't take it, turn the heat back on. Keep switching off to get yourself used to it. Because what you're doing too is you're forcing your body to breathe differently. Um, you're, you're, you're changing the way your cells are functioning. Because all of a sudden, now you're freezing. You know, now you're freezing. Um, and it's healthy. You're putting your body under a different stressor. Um, but it's a healthy stressor because you're safe. You're not stuck out in the cold. You're not stuck out on a mountain or anything like that. Okay, and when you do go outside, if you live in, you know, I live in Chicago and it, it snowed um, a lot today. I don't know, eight inches, something like that. Um, the first thing I did is I went out in a uh, in a tank top and, and shorts and and I, and I and I took a walk around and I started shoveling snow in a tank top and shorts. People were looking at me like I'm nuts, but I felt great. I felt great doing it. I put my body under a little bit of stressor. Um, 
So, so do that, um, you know, along with, uh, along with meditating. And I think here over the, um, the, what, what also might help you. Okay. And if, if you can get this in the first, especially in the first two days, that way you're not too far ahead, um, of anybody. If you can grab a friend that wants to do this with you. Okay. Um, understand something that just because somebody doesn't have the problem that you have doesn't mean that they're not battling against something internally. Okay. And the, the way to combat that or the way to become friends with that is to, is to find out what you're battling internally. It could be, it, you know, if let's just say you're an alcoholic and your friend is overweight, says, Oh, I don't, I don't need to do that because I'm not an alcoholic. Dude, if, okay. What I've learned too, anything over 20 pounds overweight, uh, is considered is, you know, widely considered body armor. Okay. It's, it's something from, it's something from the past that, that makes us want to, want to eat. Here, I was 65 pounds overweight when I started all of this. And the first thing, you know, the first thing I did was I, I stood in front of that mirror and I, I, I was naked and I was, and I was chubby and, and I didn't, I didn't like what I saw, but I didn't care about that. What I did care about is how I felt because I didn't feel very good. So I told myself, here, man, I don't care how you feel. I don't care how you, how you look. I care how you feel. Okay. And I'm going to, I promise myself that I'm going to do everything I can to make this body feel good. And it worked. I mean, here, I lost 50 pounds in less than like three months. And it was, I wasn't, it wasn't strenuous exercise. It wasn't starving myself. I did the things that I just explained to you. Okay. So I kind of got off track here, but that's grab a friend. If they, if they're a smoker, if they're, if they're, if they're always in their, on their phones, um, if they're always talking about the news and all of the, the devastation and all the, the BS that you've been trying to get they're searching for something. There's, there's an emptiness there that they're searching externally. So if you want, you don't, don't try and convince anybody, but say, Hey, listen, this is, this is my thing. I, I would love the support. And I think that, um, you know, that, that we could support each other because there's, there's nothing better than that. When you get into something and you have the support of a best friend or, or maybe you're even going to meet somebody, maybe, you know, maybe it's going to be outgoing here. I met so many people just talking about what I'm talking about. And I've, I've gotten great friends. I've gotten clients. Um, I, it's just grab a friend, man. Grab a friend. We don't, you don't have to do any of this alone. Okay. Um, so here, this is, those are the nine strides plus the, the, the first 48 hours in two episodes. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to the, I wanted to do this format for the first couple. I wanted to do, I just kind of wanted to go over the book and kind of explain to you guys who I am, um, where I'm going, um, how I want to do this. And so this podcast is going to be finding people like me, okay? 
finding people that want to change or that change something, um, that want to that want to tell everybody else what they changed and how they changed it. Okay. I'm not trying to convince you to do anything that I'm doing, okay? Because it's your life. What I, what I do want is I don't want to change your mind. I want to open it, okay? If that makes any sense, hopefully it does. I don't want to change your mind. I want to open it, okay? Because when you open your mind, I guarantee you, things are going to get a lot, lot better, okay? And guess who deserves all that? You do. You deserve for your life to get as good as you want to make it, okay? All of these, all of the things that, that I went through, okay, they're going to help you change expressions of, uh, of unhealthy genes. It's going to help upregulate healthy genes and downregulate unhealthy genes, okay? It's going to create neuroplasticity. You're going to build confidence. You're going you're gonna to see confidence when you look in the mirror, Okay, um, it's just going to crush your anxiety and depression, your, your mania, um, all the nonsense that we put in our days and, and our nights and our addictions <clears throat> and everything that we don't want to be. So I encourage you guys to, to you know, do what you got to do to change what you want to change. Okay, always remember, be higher beings, stay powerful. And join me again um, for the next episode. Okay, um, I'm gonna. What I want to do right now is I'm going. I want to do two per week. Okay, I want to do at least two episodes per week. Um, I have some guests lined up that uh, that are going to be exciting. Okay, I I know they're exciting to me, and and I know they're going to be exciting to you. So check out my book, uh, Recovered: The Cure for Alcoholism, on Amazon right now. Okay. Um, check out neilfirst.com for, you know, for my blog, there's, um, I run a coaching program. It's a, it's a transformational coaching program. It's all about personal development, um, transitional coaching stuff like that. You could check out my Facebook page, be higher beings. Um, like I said, my website, neilfirst.com, N-E-I-L-F-I-R-S-Z is in zebra, T is in Tom.com. Uh, recovered the cure for alcoholism. Guys, that's it for, for me today. I appreciate you. I love you. And I can't wait to see you again. Thank you. Stay powerful.